On today's episode, we have a new segment that we're calling Eat It, See It, and Write It. And today we're talking about the Magic Kingdom. This is episode 63 of the Diz Dudes podcast. Your table manners are a cry in shame. You're playing with your food to some some kind of game. Now if you start to death, you'll just have yourself to blame. So eat it. Just eat it. You better listen, better do what you're told. You haven't even touched your tuna casserole. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and as usual, I am joined by my trusty co-host, Mr. Jeremy Regina Stein of, I don't know, of what, but yeah, Jeremy Regina Stein, how are you doing? I'm good, Jared, how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm actually leaving a little bit better. I was having a, you know, it's an okay day here. It's it's actually really, really nice outside, but um, some of you may have recalled back Oh, last time we went to Disney six weeks ago, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my camera uh, by losing it. I left it on a bus somehow. I don't. I still don't know the logistics of exactly when I lost it. I just know we got back to the hotel room and it was not there. Um, I'm assuming it was on a bus. But I they've so if you're not familiar, when you lose something at Disney, they have a whole third party that handles all this stuff, and you submit a form and basically tell them what it was and. Since mine was a camera, I told them, you know, make and model the last few pictures I took. So they, if they find it, they can see if it's actually yours. Uh, so I got an email like, two, I don't know, three or four weeks ago saying they could not find it. I was like, well, shucks. So I was actually in the midst of looking for a new camera and all this stuff. And because uh, cameras are not cheap. So I was in the midst of doing that. And then I randomly, right like an hour before we started recording here, got an email. And it basically was like, you know, Jared Lee, shipping confirmation of my camera. So I'm, I, I guess they found it. I never got an email that said, hey, we found your camera. They just got a shipping confirmation of saying my camera is on its way. So somebody found it, it seems. That's amazing. So it really like, is. I, I just, I was looking at cameras today. Like I chalked it up. I was like, well, yeah. okay. So yeah, it said, it didn't say, it, it was, the wording was odd. It said me and then it said uh, the make and model of the camera, all this stuff like that. And then it had like a tracking number. And I was like, no. Oh. Okay. That is amazing. That is so awesome. Like, for I mean, for it to go through a system for that long, and I feel like most companies would have just, I mean, stopped looking, or I don't even know. Like, I wish you could have a history of, like, what has that camera been through? Like, what has it experienced? You think there'll <laughs> be extra photos get, what, on it? What am I going to get back? When I yeah, get that's it? what I'm wondering, actually, now. I want to see the photos that are on it. That'd be cool. Yeah, that could be interesting. Like, it wouldn't, and, and I've seen some of these stories before. Uh, not necessarily a camera, but like um, a kid left a toy or, you know, stuffed animal behind at Disney and cast members like a cast member took it and like took photos of them in that like stuffed animal on rides and like going to Magic Kingdom I've for a seen day that before, and then yeah. sent it back. That'd be kind of cool if you get your camera and it's like, you know, cast members like giving thumbs up or like, I don't know, some photos of stuff like that. That'd be pretty that cool. That would be. Yeah, that would be kind of funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm glad to be able to get it back. So that's awesome. That, yeah, I was, I'm assuming, I'm wondering if maybe it, you know, like the, obviously I don't think it's been on a bus for like right, right. two months. <laughs> I think probably they 
clean it out, put it in one thing, and it just took them this long to finally get through it all, would be my guess. Right. And then they match it up versus, hey, is there anything that's been submitted? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah here you go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming that's the case, but either way, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, you're not the first person to leave something on a bus. <laughs> no, that is not a good feeling. Yeah. That is, when you realize that and you're just like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's really awkward when it's like a family member. They don't, yeah. they, you can't submit those to Lost and Found. Yeah, that's true. Although, you know, it makes me wonder about my camera. If it wasn't on, maybe I didn't leave it on a bus and they found it somewhere else and they just trickled through. Like, I think it was on the that's bus, true. but I don't, I don't know for certain. No, that's actually a good point. Like, if they originally were like, hey, we specifically are looking at buses, nothing is matched up. But then it went through a whole other process through their system and eventually it was like, well, it wasn't a bus, but everything yeah. else matches it up. So I mean, definitely Disney is good thing. about this. We yeah, we were at um, on our last trip too. we were at um, we went and got dinner at uh, Yacht Club and we oh, what's the restaurant there? Alien Compass. Our, yes, Alien Compass. And we were vlogging. And so we had another a different camera vlogging <laughs> camera and I <laughs> gave it to Jamie and something like that. I was doing something else. In her defense, pregnancy brain is real. It is real. <laughs> and we're eating. We're in the restaurant. And I'm like, okay, where's the camera? And she just looks at me like, you don't have it? And I'm like, I handed it to you. And I said, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And that was the last. Like, as soon as I came out of the bathroom, they were like, oh, your table's ready. And then she's just like, no. So I went out there, and it wasn't there. The guy that I had been talking to, the cast member, had taken it, and they had it given it to the front desk. Uh, and so okay. I could gave it out there, and I was just like, <laughs> this trip was not good for cameras <laughs> but that had been rough like all your anger you have at that moment does go away because you found it but it's like right oh right gosh because yeah. no, that, that camera is more expensive than the camera i originally lost so. oh for sure yep yeah but uh but yeah so that that much is good so if you ever do lose something at disney just know it could take some time so yeah. i you know maybe don't give up on it completely um you know stuff like that but yeah but definitely submit it you know, yeah, they have a form. whole form. You go to the website and look, you'll find like lost and found, submit it as much detail as you can give helps. Yeah. Like I was able to, I remember the last few pictures I did take. So if they did find it, I was able to literally be like, I remember it's at magic kingdom. It was taking pictures of the castle with the balloons. People were doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to tell them like the last few pictures, like here's what's on there. And so, you know, that possibly could help. So that's cool. Well, before we get to uh, the main topic here, we just want to remind you of a couple of things. Uh, first off, we have some other shows on the Capture Magic Network. Uh, we have the Capture Magic Podcast with my wife, or myself and my lovely wife, Jamie, and that's every Monday and Thursday. And we have Main Street Magic with Jeremy, who's not so lovely, but his wife is, uh, on Tuesdays and Fridays. I think I think that works. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we have Trip Tales. And see Team at the Movies on the uh, Captain Magic feed as well. And uh, this show is on its own feed now. So we would definitely appreciate if you would subscribe and leave us a review. It would help us out. And we got a new review. We're going to start reading them, I think, on all the shows maybe from time to time. But I uh, got a new review came in. And this one's pretty good. It's from uh, Danny Candy 5190 And it says, Best Podcast Award. And it says, dot, dot, dot. For being able to not only make me laugh out loud while on the treadmill, but also be factual and opinionated at the same time about my favorite place to visit on the planet. These guys are two of a kind, and it puts me in a better mood as soon as I hit play. I'm so glad there is a tribe of people in the world that loves Disney as much as I do. So thank you, Danny Candy. That was very That's nice. That's awesome. Review. That's a great one. So official award, it, 
Is that coming in the mail or is, was I'm that part in it? I'm, okay. I'm guessing. Um, I would request I get to choose the topper, but yeah, you know, just, you know, you know. Oh, I like that idea. And I need at least a <laughs> six foot tall trophy. Yeah, and, you know, we we can talk logistics. Okay, just, you know, all right, we'll e- figure that email, out later. Email us later, but <laughs> yes. yeah, no. So we definitely appreciate that. So that's awesome. That um, is such a good one. Yeah. All right, so let's get to our new segment. So on, you know, on this show, obviously, we talk you know sometimes on topic, and today's topic we have a new one. Uh, so we are going to do new series here: eat it, see it, and write it. And basically, what this is is we're going to have we're choosing Magic Kingdom, so we'll choose a place, and we're going to have a Eat something, see something as an attraction, show something, and ride something in Magic Kingdom. So for like, let's say we're going to, I think the best way to maybe do this is we'll say that we're going to go for an evening. So mm-hmm. evening time, what would you do? And maybe we can do another edition sometime. We'll go in the morning or in the afternoon yeah. or something like that. So okay. um, yeah, so that's that's what this segment is or will be. So I will let Jeremy take it away. What would you eat? at magic kingdom on let's say we get to the park at like what five o'clock okay that's fair um <clears throat> i'm going to skipper canteen i'm gonna get an adr just in case but you honestly don't need one you can probably walk up and to me that's now especially after our recent visit like that is my go-to spot um i i wish and i think i mentioned this before like i wish they added not only a lounge for that you could get some food quicker but i wish they had like the way Yak and Yeti does their local food cafe, you know, like a quick service. Man, I wish Skipper Canteen had like a quick service. You could just walk up and get some of these items. Um, and my number one item there is probably the Sea Sea Shoe Mai. It's their it's their dumplings. They're like pot stickers. Um, they're so good. The atmosphere is cool. The food is inventive. Uh, it's delicious. There's like almost not a thing on that entire menu I would not eat. And I just yeah. Like that's if I can only eat in one place ever again in Magic Kingdom, I would do that. And I know it's a sit down, but you can get in, in and out of there pretty quick. So even if you went at five, you had a reservation, you'd probably be out of there by six, and then you can go do the rest of the stuff that you would like to do for the evening. Yeah, I had that. Uh, I almost put that down, Skipper's yeah. Canteen, because it, it is. I mean, you know, Magic Kingdom doesn't have a ton of what I would say like great sit downs. Yeah. Uh, so. That one definitely sticks out because I think it is is one of the better ones, or at least well, it's definitely the best one I think at Magic yeah, Kingdom for sure. Um, but I went with a quick service and just went with like I, what I think is the best one in Magic Kingdom, which is Pecos Bills. Yep. And the one reason I like Pecos Bills is for the toppings bar. Mm-hmm. So you can basically, if you do it correctly, you can almost make yourself. Like you can get a decent amount of food and almost have a, a side meal with the salad or whatever else you can get on the toppings bar. But I always like getting I'm, – I'm kind of torn on which one to get, but I usually go with the fajita platter. Uh, it's a lot of food. It's meat. It's, you know, you got your um, your tortillas and all that stuff like that. And once you get the toppings bar, I mean, you can re- – I mean, you can make a – you can come out of there stuffed. Yeah. Um, and for 15 bucks, I mean, you can probably even share this if you don't have a huge appetite or you're not really, really hungry. Um, but you know, in terms of quick service, I mean, you can get in and out of there. Um, and, and I like this area of magic kingdom at night. I, I really don't know what it is, but it's like over there by adventure land, by frontier land, by Liberty square. Like I just like this area when it's at night. Yeah. So get in there at five thirty or something, come out of there, 
evening time. Like it just, I don't know. I just like it. And you get, I mean, it's, you know, for a quick service at magic kingdom, it's a pretty good price. Food's good. Yeah. Um, get it out of there and you can hit some rides right away when you get done. Yep. Uh, I agree. We go there, uh, often in, um, the nachos we usually get is the beef nachos. I almost, yeah, I almost said nachos because you can get, yeah. you can add so much stuff to oh it from God. the toppings bar. Yeah, yeah, I mean they got everything from the only thing now they don't have. They started charging for guacamole. It's like a dollar extra. It's not on the bar anymore. But just Jerks. don't get it because there's a million other things on there. Yeah. And um, I mean, really, even as if now, like if we're splitting, which we normally are, we'll get one. Uh, beef nacho like regular size and Ron and I will load it up and split it but if you're going there even by yourself just get the kids beef nachos and you can still load it up enough that you're gonna have so yeah. much food um, yeah it's it's our go-to quick service there I think it's a really really good pick especially if you're just getting in and out and it's like it's funny because I know you love uh, love Taco Bell and it's on that level and I'm okay with that like you would normally be like you're gonna charge me you know what $12 for some beef nachos that I can probably get for $2 at Taco Bell. I'm like, yeah, I am. And it's okay because you have this topping bar. And yeah. so I like, but, but the meat and all like the consistency and the flavor is very much like a Taco Bell meat. And I'm not mad oh, at Oh, for that. sure. I'm totally cool with yeah. it. I love it. I love it. So yeah. I, you know, if they put a Taco Bell in, that's that the only thing I think Taco Bell still, and people, I, I, people get mad at me. Jamie gets mad at me for this. Like I legit, like authentic Mexican food is good. I just think Taco Bell is actually better, personally. Like, if, if you're telling me you could get, like, this really fancy, legit, authentic Mexican meal, I'm like, I will eat it, and that is good. But if you're like, oh, you can also get uh, the cheesy Frito burrito. I'm like, give me four. And I will eat all of them, and I will enjoy them. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Fritos in a burrito is 100% authentic Mexican food. I'm pretty sure all the yeah. all the little street taco stands that you go to they're just crunching up Fritos on top of all of those. So if they're if they're not, they yeah, shouldn't know be. why they aren't. Yeah. They've learned nothing. I would love to go case. to like a really fancy restaurant and you or whatever. Like what what does that come with? Like well, it comes with uh, blah blah blah. And, uh, we 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 spread uh, crumpled Fritos <laughs> over your. <laughs> it's like oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll just try and say it like in a non like really fancy way. That yeah. would be good. I want to go to the hacienda there in Epcot and see if I can get a crunch wrap. Crunch wraps. That's cool. another one that's good. Those are actually really good. They came out uh, like a week before um, my bachelor party, so this would have been over thirteen years ago. Um, I had my buddies fly down from Maryland, and we went to we went to a bar first to see my friend's band, and then we stopped at a Taco Bell on the way back to the apartment. And we dropped those four of us. We spent like sixty to seventy dollars on Taco Bell, which is an obscene amount of food. Sorry to say that's for Taco that's Bell. More, that, that is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure you could feed but, legitimately an entire army with that much food. <laughs> yeah, we we fed our army that night, and it was only four of us. Um, but yeah, we each of it was like literally. I think a week or so before the crunch wraps had been come out. I'm pretty positive, and we each got a crunch wrap, and that was like the first thing we all hovered over my. Uh, coffee table and ate and man it was good that sounds delicious actually i could go for a crunch wrap <laughs> ate, yeah. ate like kings taco, taco bell's did. bringing so many amazing cultures together like i agree they're they're <laughs> they're just making the world like america place. and mexico they're like jamie let's always take all says the junk that america eats and yeah let's put it See, in the mexican culture 
Jamie hates Taco Bell. I don't eat it much because it's not good for you. And I, yeah. You know, but when I do get it, she's like, they have horse meat. And I'm like, I don't know what the meat is. I, I'm not going to make it's any delicious. judgments on what the meat is, uh, but it's delicious. That's all I'll say. Uh, Kayla says in the, I'm looking at the chat. Kayla says Doritos were invented at Disneyland. So they we should were? really be talking about Doritos Locos Tacos if we're talking about yep. Taco Bell. They were created at Disneyland? They were, but it was the taco-flavored Doritos. It is not the current, like the regular. You think of like the nacho cheese Doritos as being like the first Dorito, but it's the old-school-looking one. Uh, it's like a partially white bag, and it's got um, some oranges and yellows, I want to say, in the name of Doritos But that was created top. at Disneyland? Yeah, they were. Yep. Really? They had tortillas. Apparently, the story you have to you. I mean, we have to look it up, but they um they had some tortillas, and I forget what the situation was, but they needed something else, and they had some taco seasoning, and they fried up the tortillas, and yeah, put taco seasoning on them, and they created the original taco flavored Doritos at Disneyland. Who is the guy though that went? That's cool, but give me some cool ranch because that guy's a hero. Uh, Bob Iger, I can only say. <laughs> and that is factual. I think don't, it don't look it been. up. It's true. <laughs> I, if you would have told me, like, actually, Walt Disney himself came up with Cool Ranch, I'd be that like, of be course cool. he did. Yeah, because Cool He's Ranch a still, cool dude. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna be going on, like, if you're gonna be going on a date or anything, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend eating Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, because not gonna go well, but they are good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we got out of tangent on Doritos there, but yeah. Um, I guess we should talk about. What we would see, or you would see, that's what we'll talk about here. What so, I would see. So now you, is, with, uh, of your evening, we have gone to Skipper Canteens. We have had, uh-huh. um, what? What did you say you had again? Sorry. Um, I had the the sea. What is it? Sea moo, sea shoe moo. Whatever. It's the dumplings. That's what gotcha. I got. He had dumplings. All right. So <laughs> okay. what is the show that you would attraction show? Whatever that you would, you would want to go see. All right. I don't know if we clarified this completely in the beginning, but my my C is last because it's happily ever after. That counts, right? Because that's the show. A track. I mean, that's a, yeah. I, I that thought about that. Not? It doesn't. It doesn't have to be in order. So okay. we could. Put, I I put happily ever after as well as the thing to yeah. see. So. I mean, that's a no brainer. I, I don't care if I went at nine a.m. Yeah. at rope drop. The one thing that I would have to see to make an incredible Magic Kingdom day is happily ever after. It is. It's incredible. I don't know it, what else to say. It is legitimately awesome. the best fireworks show that I've ever seen. Yeah. It is good. I mean, it, and yep. I remember the first time I saw it, I was just like, wow. Yeah. That's really good. And, and it coming from somebody like, I enjoyed Wishes. Like, Wishes was good, but Happily Ever After is great. It's the best. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, uh, and I'm excited about, you know, we talked about Jamie and I, I think we've even talked about, you know, the, the holiday parties sometimes being a little bit underwhelming, mm-hmm. but the holiday parties are getting new fireworks shows this year as well. So that'll I know both of them now. Yeah, well, you kind of assumed when they said Halloween. I know because I said last year is like the one thing that they're lacking is they still have that, like you've got this paid extra event, and then you have an old fireworks show. Like it's very much like a disconnect. So the fact that they have that, I'm excited to see what it'll be. But yeah, I'm mad. So because I'm mad because I would have liked for them to implement like only one of those new fireworks shows this year. And then do the next one next year because now I really, really want to go to both parties this year. And we know we're doing the Halloween party because we do it every year and get dressed up. But we've been like, you know, teetering over going to the Christmas party. But now it's like, well, shoot, we got to go. They're going to have a new fireworks show. Let's just go with me. We'll just make it a Diz Dudes Christmas. We'll just, it's for research purposes, anyways. Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. I just just had a picture of like an old, like, 
record, like a 45 <laughs> RPM record of us on the front. A Diz Dude's Christmas. We're both like yeah. in ugly yeah. holiday sweaters. Yeah, we're like, like sitting by like a fire sitting in like smoking. Lounge chairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like drinking hot smoking cocoa. Smoking a pipe. Yeah, obviously. All that stuff would be involved. Oh, that'd yeah. be good. I'm not sure how the music would sound, but we would just get Kenny oh. G to play. It's hard to have Kenny's Ooh. there. It's fine. Yeah. Kenny plays. It's, a, it's good. No worries there. It's all starting to come together. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, my I chose, obviously, Apple Raptor as well. So I have nothing else to add. It's fantastic. Uh, the only thing I would add about it, that you could make it any better, and I don't know better is the right word, but seeing it from certain vantage points around property gives it another aspect to it. So like Agreed. seeing it on, even seeing it, you know, different aspects within uh, Magic Kingdom itself. I mean, be in front of the castle, <laughs> you obviously get the full view of everything. I feel like back on Main Street, you kind of get a better full view because some of those mm-hmm. fireworks go sort of around a little bit and oh, yeah. then seeing it from the backside even like you were talking about getting to ride it getting to ride seven doors mine train while the fireworks are going off yep. if you can time that out that's that's pretty cool that was the coolest thing ever i was going up that first incline and the fireworks were going off and i was just like this is amazing i could live here like yeah. just in this moment it was incredible yeah Oh, Rhonda chimed in to the chat, and she said, Jamie and I will be there, too, doing a Jonda Christmas. That's fair. I mean, that's very more content. Fair. I don't think their Christmas album was be, would be as good as ours, but... Well, they can do the Jonda Christmas, and then we can do Christmas, you know, with with the Diz Dudes, and then, you with know, the dudes. We'll, see which, we'll see how the record sales go, but, <laughs> I mean, not a competition, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, challenge all right. accepted. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to the uh, write it aspect. Um, so obviously this would probably come, not necessarily, but probably before Happily Ever After. Some nights, you know, the park's open until 11 o'clock midnight, so you could write yep. something after the fact. But um, what are you going to ride for your evening at Magic Kingdom? Uh, it's a hot Florida evening, and I'm doing Splash Mountain. And okay. I'm going to be wet, possibly, during Happily Ever After, but it's worth every second because... I just I think Splash Mountain is the most complete ride in Disney. You just you just get so much. You get indoor, you get outdoor, you get thrills, you get animatronics, you get a little part of a roller coaster, you get water, you get drops, you get I just think it's everything. It's just it's a long ride. Um, especially at night, you got that moment. It's another one a good one if you weren't sitting for happily ever after to catch during the fireworks when you go outside at the the peak and you're coming around that corner, and you can see the castle lit up in the distance, and yeah, maybe the fireworks are going off at that point. Um, I just, I love this ride. I'm enjoying it more and more every time we do it. It's my my favorite ride right now at Magic Kingdom. It it kicked uh, Jungle Cruise to the curb a few months ago, so I think that's what I'm going with. I love it. It's a solid one. I mean, especially in a, I always say riding a water ride, you know, I, I agree with you about splash mountain being probably the most complete ride in that you get it's such Mm -hmm. you get you know if you're talking about rides that are worth the weight that one would be a really good argument because you it's just so long you get there's so many aspects to it and everything like that my only complaint about a water ride is if my socks get get wet wet. (laughs) yes i'm not super happy but if it's at the end of the night and you're leaving that's not not that big i mean you know you might have some wet socks for like 30 minutes that's that's doable um Yeah, I mean, this, it's it, that. Well, mine is in the same area, so I know what yours one, is. You know what mine is? I think so. Probably. 
Well, it's, I think well, I've said it before, but <laughs> yeah. I love, like I said before, I love Frontierland, Adventureland, like at night in that area. I think it's, it's got a different, it's just a different feel to it. I don't really know. Like, I yeah. remember even the after hours we went to a Magic Kingdom, like that area of the park just kind of had this cool little like excitement to it. And I don't really know why, mm-hmm. um, but I do love Big Thunder Mountain at night. And part of the reason is you have that one spot where you're going up and you've got that like perfect shot of the castle off to your right. Um, it's just, and it's, you know, it's probably, I've, I've said it before. I think it's a better ride than seven doors mine train. Mm-hmm. Personally, I, I think yep. it's a better ride. It, it's not as much of a weight typically. Um, and at night it's just, you know, it's darker light, you know, the lighting in the park's different. I, I just really enjoy it. I think it's a great way, you know, if you did see happily ever after first, or if you're able to ride it during happily ever after, I've never done that, but I assume you would get some cool views, but you're not really underneath the fireworks like you are for seven dwarfs. So that may not be like the best. I mean, I'm not saying you should try it if you can, but it may not be as cool of an experience, but I would imagine you get some cool views of some of the fireworks in the castle and stuff from there. Oh, for sure. So I was wrong. I thought you were picking Country Bear Jamboree, so that was my bad. But um, well, yeah. I, I would try to be adding to the festivities and like giving light off by it burning. <laughs> yes. like, hey guys, look what I did. Yeah. No, I totally can't. Like, I can't disagree. Big Thunder is such a great coaster. It's such a great ride. It's great theming. It's great everything. And you're right. If you're catching, we did it. Um, it wasn't during the fire. It was the Moonlight Magic event that we got to go to. Um with Nate and Serena eh, or with just well, actually Serena couldn't make it. It was with Nate. Um, but we rode big thunder. And as soon as we stepped off, I want to say, I don't think the fireworks had started um, when we were on it, but as soon as we stepped off, we started walking back, you know, towards like frontier land and the fireworks were going off and you could see them over the tree line and you could still kind of see the glow of the castle through the trees. And it was awesome. Um, yeah. I, don't, I can't like disagree. I, that's a, Great pick. I think pretty much we covered it. Our two picks are perfect. Yeah. Nobody can I mean, ideally, you would just do both those, like ride one yeah. and the other one, because they're basically next to each other. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I really think about it. I think I like Big Thunder. Like, if you're going to ask me, and lately I've ridden it there, but I would probably, I would prefer to ride it at night either way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a great ride either way, but I just feel like at night, there's some rides at Disney and even lands like, during the day and during a night, they have different feels. And oh, yeah. like Pandora, I think is if you know Pandora, it's better at night, but it can be hard because it's easy to get lost at night yep. in there. But that's what place. But like, I think Big Thunder is one of those with just the unique lighting and again, the feel back there. And, and it's kind of like tucked away a little bit from it's not usually super crowded over there just because it's a dead end back there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you it will get crowded, obviously, because it is a it is a somewhat popular ride, but it's typically not going to be as jam packed as like Seven Dwarfs, you know, Fantasyland type area. So yeah, that's definitely something well, and, to, to keep in mind. Yeah, and with Pandora, like as much as the land is great and different at night, the rides are exactly the same because they're completely indoors. You know, but right. a Big Thunder, a Splash, even a Seven Dwarfs. Um, you know, uh, one of my favorites is Everest at night is incredible so i yeah i love when you can have rides like that and big thunder is is definitely one of them where you actually get a different ride day or night you know something that's 100 percent inside in a simulator doesn't offer you anything different whether you ride it day or night 
Walking in yeah. does. Walking out does. But how much does that add to the overall enjoyment? It depends. But if you said, you know, again, yeah, would you rather ride Big Thunder at night or pan, you know, Flight of Passage at night? I'm like, well, Big Thunder, obviously, because it's right. different. Like, yeah, I get to see something I don't see during the daytime. So I think that's yeah, I think that's pretty cool about rides like that that are outdoors or well, indoors and outdoors. Yeah, and I think it, it. You know, I really do think like you know we've talked about it before, but not every ride has to be a flight of passage. Like right, every, of you course. know. So like it's really good and in that being not every single ride has to be designed to like blow your socks off. You know, it's okay to have rides that are just like you know here's a roller coaster like a Big yeah. Thunder. Like there's nothing fancy about Big Thunder. But right. it's it's okay to have rides like this because I think it just adds personality and character to stuff. And then you have some that you know it's a it's it's one ride that can be have a different feeling day, night, afternoon, whatever it is. And so yeah. like like you were saying, flight of passage, those types of rides. Like once you're inside, you wouldn't. I mean, if you wouldn't know if it was two o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the morning, you would have no yeah. idea. So yep. um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. But um, is there anything that was on your that almost made your list that not didn't quite make it there either on Man, any of the um, eat it right yeah i mean i was i it. was yeah when we were um first making this or came up with this idea i wasn't i thought we were going to do one food item as opposed to a restaurant so the first one food item if i had to only do that i would do the sweet and spicy chicken waffle at sleepy hollow um other than that i'm good with the rest of my list i mean i could start throwing out other stuff i would you know see or ride but I don't know that they would be better than what I thought my first answers were. So how about you? Is there stuff like, did you have hard decisions between any of these topics or items? Not really hard. Like I did the same thing at first. I was like, well, if it was just a food item, I would probably go with like the Buffalo chicken egg rolls or something like that. Like Ooh. a snack thing. Um, you know, the only other ride that I think at night that I think would be really good fun to watch or ride and be on is, is people mover i do like yes, that at night as well good. so that's that's another yep. one that i was like well you could throw that on there um but yeah i mean i i'm i'm good with you know pay, like i've said before i like pecos bills i think it's just a solid yeah. place it used to be i think the best um quick service on property until uh canteen came around oh, so for sure and it still could be. I mean, you know, some people don't like Satuli Canteen food that much. So if you want more basic type foods, it could still be, you know, it's a solid option. But, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, I guess um, um, talk we could you know, go ahead. Well, I, yeah, I had one last thought. Going back to talking about night Rides. Um, night Rider? And night Rider. That's, that seriously popped in my head. And I was like, Where's I'm not going to say it. It won't make sense. So I'm glad you. <laughs> I want a talking car. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Jerry. I do too. <laughs> uh, um, smuggler's run is different the actual ride is different if you ride it day or night if you ride it during the day you are flying during the day if you ride it at night you're flying during the night would you want to see something like that with flight of passage where they actually change it where if you are at nighttime you're flying a bantry banshee through the night like that would be that pretty would be cool. pretty cool right although i, I don't know on that, that on the planet at pandora well i'm guessing they have nights because you're at night when you're in there yeah. but yeah i think that would be pretty cool they'd get a different aspect to it that would be i wonder if they'll implement i still wonder i mean if they're going to implement the and maybe they'll eventually well smugglers run is kind of all ready that way because you're choosing you know what happens based on how your you and your party reacts um i just i wonder if we'll ever see pandora 
God, I hate when I call it that because it makes me sound like an idiot. If we'll ever see Flight of Passage go the Star Tours route, especially with all the new movies that are supposed to come out, will we ever see an option to have different rides every time you ride it? You know, where maybe they take all of a sudden in the next 1,000 years, there actually are five different Avatar movies. Could Flight of Passage become something where it picks and chooses from each of the movies and you have a Star Tours type situation where your ride is different every time. I mean, I don't think it needs the rewritability. It already has it because it's that good, but it'd be interesting. I have to say, I don't know if I want to live in a world where there's five Avatar movies. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> that's the thing, because that means that the second one and the third uh, one and the fourth one were all successful enough to garner a new one. And uh, I don't know if that's, that's good. Uh, but let's say that did happen. I could see it happening. It depends at this point how much power Disney has. Because now that they own Avatar, before they were licensing it out, I don't really know how much that means James Cameron has say in it all. Because right. if he has much say in anything, you're not getting anything built in there for oh. 20 years. Like, Seriously. it's just... he. Like, I have a feeling even when he dies, he's going to have, like, uploaded his consciousness to a computer, and then that computer is programmed to delay everything for 20 years before it comes out. Um, so it'd be like, I'm running everything through my consciousness, and it's just as stingy as <laughs> I am. You're like, crap. Yeah. Um, yep. Ideally, yeah. I mean, I think it's an easy thing to do. Not easy necessarily, but I think it's a great idea for when you have, and I think that's part of Disney's thinking, is have these lands tied into IPs that you can then tie into upcoming movies and shows. And yep. It, it creates repeat, you know, repeat visits and all this stuff. So ideally, yeah. Um, but I kind of feel like Avatar two will come out eventually, and then it's just going to be kind of like, meh, and then it'll just stop at two. I think James Cameron goes and buys tickets to like <laughs> eight thousand theaters <laughs> just so it looks like it's successful. Although you I actually know what think you... Avatar two will do very very well. Only because people know. are going to be like, I got to go. Now, I'm not saying it'll be good. And then I think box office, it has potential to do well because people are going to be like, I got to see this. There's no way this is good. So I'm going to go see it. You know what but I mean? Like, give it, almost yeah, out of interest. <laughs> the thing is, too, about Avatar, and not to take this off tangent off Avatar, but it's been like over a decade since the first movie came it's out. Stupid. Like, yeah. It's like if you're going to do sequels, you want to do it to where it makes some sense to the people. Like at this point, even yeah. if you love the first Avatar, you probably have yep. moved on. Yep. Um, That's the problem. You know what I could see? I could see Avatar becoming a Disney Plus feature like movie series. Like they just released on Disney Plus because this, like, yeah. can, if the second one doesn't do as well and they want to salvage James Cameron's ego, because I imagine if that mm. happens, James Cameron's going to be throwing a fit. Um, yep. Somehow I imagine James Cameron's going to call me and be like, don't say bad things about James Cameron. Uh, but James <laughs> Cameron totally does what James Cameron does. The third person. Yeah. James Cameron. But uh, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be yeah. so interesting. I don't know. Like we didn't, we've only watched it once. We literally watched it probably a week or two um, before we went to the pass holder preview of Pandora. Um, our entire family didn't hate it. We didn't love it, but we've never watched it since then. I, I thought it was a movie and it was fine but you're right if i had loved it more than any other movie in the world after this long i mean you're just like okay like yeah. i mean is is there anybody that for 10 like 
you know, I mean, Star Wars was able stars. Star Wars was so huge. It was able to have these long gaps between it, but still have a, a fan base and still have things to back it up because it had it had comics. It had TV shows. It had it had all these things to back it up in between the time that movies were not being released. And Avatar's had none of that. We have a land, but even that land came eight years too late to like salvage the original movie. So I just, yeah. I don't know. I think there's an interest level. Like I will want to go opening day out of sheer curiosity and that's it. Although if it's three and a half hours long, that'll probably, yeah. I'll probably shoot all that down. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing about Avatar. If you watch it, like if you just saw it in a bubble, like in a vacuum and you're like, Oh, that's, a, that's okay. Like yeah. uh, it, I've seen better, but I've seen worse. And then if you're like, what if I told you this is the highest grossing movie ever until Endgame or something? They'll be like, "What?" Like that's the thing that gets me. It's like, how is this thing that like it's yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't know. I think if I was gonna change anything, like if we if we did our selections like during the day, um, yeah, I feel like if it's like a really hot day, the ride I may choose a ride would be like indoors, like air yeah. conditioned. Maybe that may change a little bit, but. Um, you don't get a lot of those at Magic Kingdom, though, is the crazy part. I mean, you're talking fully enclosed indoor rides at Magic Kingdom. Uh, what do we got? We got we got uh, Peter Pan. We got Small World. Neither one of those are probably making the list. Carousel um, of Progress. Carousel of Progress. I could see doing that. That's where Rhonda naps. Yeah. Um, yeah, you that's got, actually a tough You got, one. like, Buzz Lightyear. You've got... Um, I mean, if it was not a the, thousand degrees outside, I still wouldn't pick Buzz Lightyear. I do not. I picks. don't like that ride. <laughs> yeah, that ride yeah. is pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, the, done, obviously, the one thing that changed, if you couldn't use Happily Ever After, you would then have to choose, like, a show, another show, which could be, like, well, yep. whatever it could be, anything like that. But Would you pick, would, would the parade, by any chance? You hate parades, right? So I'm not really big on parade. parades. I, you know, honestly, like, I think in the morning time, obviously, it's not a long show, but, like, the Dapper Dance are yeah. cool to see. Oh, they're like amazing. First thing in the morning, and it kind of sets that tone. Now, granted, I don't know if that's yep. what you would classify as a full show, but um, I'll count it. Yeah, I mean, they're cool to check out and see. I mean, they're definitely a yeah. unique thing that's very distinct to Disney. So, yeah, I think it's, it's very, it, yeah, and they usually are out there in the mornings. So if you get yep. their first like rope drop, you can catch them out there. So they're kind of cool to see. But, yeah, um, yeah. So I enjoy the parade. So yeah, we'll do an ongoing segment. We'll do another one on each park, and then um, yeah, I like this. Yeah, we may we may add to it. Maybe we'll get super specific on eating. Like maybe we break it down to like do a meal and a snack. Because I would say the only thing I would add to this entire night that make it any better. And granted, it's not in Magic Kingdom, but it's adjacent. And I would say after all this is done, then go over to Polynesian and get bread pudding at Tampa. That's Lounge. true. I think That's at true. that point you're talking about like that's a pretty. Like, you've had enough time, too. You've ate your food. You've seen a show. You've ridden a ride. And then, it's you know, by that point, you're a little hungry but not starving. So that would be really good at that point. And then you just go to bed. I like it. Or just hang out for I'll a while. I'll take that. But yeah, it'd be a good time. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so. Uh, All right. Well, uh, I, I don't think we've got anything else to add here. So, yeah, if you're uh, listening to this and you're, um, you know, curious about club 32 and and we've talked about you know the members in here so we do Dizzu's now as a live stream on mondays and so we hop in here and chat before and after with the uh the club 32 er so if you're interested in that you can go to ctmvip.com and you get a bunch of extra goodies like that with you get a free t-shirt uh you get uh when we get the guides done those are going to be part of it as well 
get a, uh, discounts on C Team Apparel, um, early access to shows, all kinds of stuff. So check that out, ctmvip.com. And uh, yeah, just check out the YouTube channel as well. Yeah, we do um, vlogs over there, Jay and, Jay and Red series over there. Jamie and I have ours. Uh, we, we do the video episodes of uh, C, uh, Capture Magic shows over there. I think Jeremy's getting caught up in some of the Main Street Magics. We've got to get caught up in the Diz Dudes over there as well. We will eventually. Yeah. Um, every yep. week every week goes by, we get further behind. But um, we'll get Very there quick. one day. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, so check that out. It's it's uh, capture, I think it's just Capture the Magic over there. But the, if you look in the show notes, it's in it's in there. So you can check it out. So, All right. Well, thank you, Jeremy, for, for joining, joining us. Thank Sharing you for having picks. me. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Peace.